We continue in our Sunday teaching series, Gateways to Financial Fortune. Gateways to Financial Fortune. And we are looking at part four this morning. We have heard a lot this month concerning how to launch ourselves into the financial fortune in the kingdom. God of heaven has been so kind to us. We have heard a lot that God has revealed to us that we are not expected expected to be in his presence as his own child and begin to be in want and begin to be in lack because he has made provision for us to be Full, to, be, to, be, to have plenty of silver and plenty of gold. That is the essence of being in financial fortune. That is, you heard it from God's servant, to have plenty, plenty of money that you can use anywhere. Praise God. Now, before we go into the ways that leads to the financial fortunes, we need to understand certain things. Because the people of this world, they say that when you don't know, especially when it comes to financial fortune, when you don't know what your mates, your other people are doing, that has turned them into billionaires, multi-billionaires, you continue to struggle and struggle until you die. But that cannot be our portion in the name of Jesus. So number one thing we need to understand is what is a covenant? Because in this kingdom, you cannot be rich. Genuine riches that come from God, you cannot have it unless you are a practitioner of the kingdom. You cannot be rich. You cannot have plenty of gold and silver like our father Abraham unless you are a covenant practitioner. So what is a covenant? We understand that covenant is God's property plan. That is the plan he has for his people to become rich and have plenty of goods and silver. We heard that it is God's bailout plan as well. In harsh situation, if you are a covenant practitioner, you can never be found wanting. Remember the story of Isaac. The whole thing was hard on everybody. And he said he wanted to move to another place where he could see green, greener pasture. But God told him, you are a child of the covenant. You don't have to go to anywhere. Where you are, that is where I'm going to bless you. Praise God. Those are the heritage of the people that practice the covenant. Now, we need to understand as well that a covenant... It's a spiritual platform where we commit God by our obedience of faith to make good his promise. Where we commit God by our obedience of faith to make good his promise. In other words, you need to understand that the covenant that we are talking about is no other thing than being in partnership with God. Being in partnership in God. God is the leader in that partnership and we are following him. So, in the book of 
Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Let us look at what the covenant is talking about. It says in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. It says, And thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to make wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy father at his this day. For the establishment of the covenant, God gives power. That means that power is in, to get power, it is in the covenant. When you are practicing the covenant, you have power to make wealth, to have money, to have it more abundantly. So it is that power that we are talking about. How do you get to see, to get that power. Remember also, in the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 22, he said, but thou, Genesis 8 22, he said, while the earth renameth see time and harvest and cold and heat and summer, they shall not cease. When you look at that scripture very well, what he's saying is that if you don't put a seed in the ground, you don't expect any harvest. So we are going to understand here that the covenant is hung on the giving and receiving. As you have heard in that scripture. Seed time and harvest. You give, you receive. You don't give, you don't receive. You put anything in the ground as a seed, you you expect to receive the harvest. So the covenant works well is anchored on the pillar of giving. Giving to God and the work and his work and giving to mankind as well. Giving to man as well. So we have heard that covenant, practicing of the covenant is one way to get into financial fortune. So what are the fringe benefits that we get from our giving? Since we have said that you practice covenant and you are not giving, you are not actually practicing the covenant. And I've explained to us that what the covenant actually means is that it's just like somebody that you are in your own house, if you are in the kingdom and you want to be rich, you are in your own house. You have provision for light there. But you decide not to use the light at all. For example, when it comes to the evening time when you are supposed to put on the light, you just decide that, uh, okay, I can just with only a small match, I just strike a small match and I can enter where I want to enter. That's all of it. The covenant is the light that a child of God uses to enter or to, to see into the to, to enter to assess to assess the financial kingdom that God has opened to all of us. So now what are the fringe benefits from our giving? Number one 
you understand that giving avert causes. He avert what? He avert causes. Look at Genesis chapter 8, verse 20 to 22. The story of Noah. Noah, God told Noah to go and build an ark. And what indeed Noah did? After he built the ark, in that, in that scripture, Genesis 20, he said, let's go to 21. He has built the ark. Okay, go to 20. Sorry. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took every clean beast on, of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Praise God. And the Lord smelled a sweet savour, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again cause the ground anymore for man's sake. Because of that sacrifice of Noah, God repented of the evil he planned, and he said, I will not again cause the ground anymore for man's sake. That is how giving to God, sacrificing unto God, can avert causes. Remember also in Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 24 to 25, David has committed atrocities, and God was really angry. And God sent a pestilence across. He sent a plague upon the land. And when David looked up to God, he said he has to build an altar and build and do a sacrifice. And what happened? He said he built an altar. And there built, there, David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord was entreated and the plague was dead from Israel. Because in one of the scriptures there, he said, I cannot do anything. I can't do anything to my God that cost me nothing. You have to part with something. You have to go out with something before God will be entreated. And the cause will be averted. Number two, it says he engenders divine health. Engenders divine health. Psalm 41, verse 41 to 3. He said, Blessed is he that considered the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him, and he shall be blessed upon the earth, and he will not deliver him unto the will of the enemy. Verse 3. Said the Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. That will make all his bed in sickness. In case sickness comes, what you need to do for God to heal you of that sickness is to give. And especially giving to the poor. Giving to the poor. A lot of us, they will tell us, go and do this thing, go and buy this thing and give it to the poor. This is in the scripture. That is what you see here. God is saying that for you doing that to the poor, you will never be found in sickness. Praise God. So we need to understand as well that some of the different benefits that we get from our giving. Number three is engender divine protection. Divine protection in Psalm 20. It says, Psalm 20 from verse 1. He said, the Lord, hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. 
Send thee her from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Verse 3. Remember all thy offerings, thy your givings, and accept thy bond sacrifices. Verse 4. Verse 4. Say, grant thee according to thy own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. What you have seen in that place is that he engenders divine protection. Whenever you are in trouble, God of heaven, he remembers your offering, what you have done in the past, and God will come quickly to your rescue in the name of Jesus Christ. What again? It guarantees fruitfulness. Guarantees fruitfulness. It guarantees fruitfulness. Remember the story in Second Kings chapter four, verses eight to seventeen. Second Kings chapter four to seventeen. The story of the Shunammite woman. The she, the woman and the husband, they were really advanced in age and they have no children. And God of heaven, because of the way they have given themselves to hospitality, they took care of the man of God that was passing through them. They recognized the man and then they took care of him. Not like some of us will behave sometimes. We know this is a man of God. And we know that it is good to give to the man of God. We have heard a lot about this thing. According to how Paul did it. He said, it's not because I deserve a gift. But I want something that will be, that, that, that you can be in your own account. What is going to be in your own account? All these things that God will remember in your time of trouble. In the time that you need help, he will send help to you. So they, 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 they built a place for the man, that man of God. And then before you know it, the man of God says that he has not been hearing the cry of uh, the noise of the children in this place. He said, what is the thing that this woman needs? And then he said, she has no child. And then the man of God said, by this time, he just prophesied straight away. And God answered that, that prophecy. The same thing in the book of, in Genesis concerning Abraham because he has been given to hospitality. He saw three men passing by his place and he looked at it that it was getting to evening time. And then he called. He said, please, come in. Come in and have rest. Take care, take care of yourself so that tomorrow again you'll be refreshed and you can go. This is what happened. And God, because of that, he invited that blessing. That fruitfulness that has eluded him for a long time invited it into his house by himself. And the people, he didn't know they are angels of God that are passing. That is why a lot of us will have missed angels passing our way. Because the things that we are supposed to have done, we will not do it. And then they told him that by this time, by this time, according to the time of life, you will embrace a child. And it was so. In the name of Jesus. So I see someone today, whatever it is, that is looking like uh, it's not possible. They are saying you are barren. As you begin to practice the covenant in giving to the work of God and giving to man as well. That is in doing this hospitality, the type that Abraham did here. God of heaven will guarantee fruitfulness in your life in the name of Jesus. Now, the lastly, a secure generation of our children yet unborn. The psalm that we read this morning 
In verse 2, he said, The seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The, someone that will have a seed, there's no question of barrenness in that person's life. You have your seed. And God is saying that your generation, yet unborn, they will be beneficiaries. Beneficiaries of all this giving that you have been given. Because God, he said, he secured the generation of the children yet unborn. That is, you, en- you enjoy the blessings that is passing from one generation to the other. Praise God. Now, let us quickly look at what is the covenant requirement for working in financial fortune. It's not different from all we have been saying. Number one is the tithing and kingdom advancement sacrifice. Tithing and kingdom advancement sacrifice. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6 to 10, you will take, you read, do that reading yourself. God is saying that people of God, they have robbed him. They have robbed him. And they ask him, why, how have we robbed you? He's saying, giving of your tithe. You have not given me your tithe. Look at it in Haggai chapter 1, verses 3 to 10. He told them that they need to give sacrifice in the house of God. He said they left his own house unattended to. They left it to run to waste. They left it to to waste there. All the part of the buildings, they are dilapidated. Nothing is working there. He said because of that, the deal is stayed over them. That shall not be our portion in Jesus' name. What he's saying in this place is that every part of our life, every part of our body that need refreshing, God of heaven will do it as long as we continue to return to him in giving our tithe, our kingdom investment, all the sacrifices that he has promised us that when we do it, he's going to remember us unless we continue, uh, until we continue to do those things that we know that God of heaven we fulfill his promise towards us in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, he said giving to charity. This is very important. Like the first one, the one that Abraham did. He didn't know these people from anywhere. They are not his relations. He saw them passing. But little did he know that they were angels. The same thing in that Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 44. When Jesus has come to judge the world, he said, there are some people that were on his right hand, some other people on the left. He said to the people on the left, these are the people that have done the will of the Father. Enter into your thrones. That's, let me just paraphrase it. Let me just summarize it like that. Say they should enter into their throne and continue to enjoy for the rest of their days. They now said that Lord Jesus, when did we see you, you are naked? For example, we clothed you. When did we see you, you are hungry and we gave you food? Ah, he said, no. It's not that when you see me. Remember the story of Lazarus? He said they should send home to his people that uh, when they, see, they should try to, 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 to do what God of heaven has promised us that we should do and when we do it, he's going to bless us. They should send to his people that uh, to begin to serve God, begin to take care of uh, the poor, the needy, and uh, they said, no, that one is too late. In this place, God was saying that 
when you have done it to the people that you don't know, people that are around you, they are poor. They don't have what to eat. They don't have what to clothe with. You have done it unto me. So they didn't know this thing. We are, we are, we are, we are saying that and we are always praying that and we will not know the truth until when we get to heaven. We should know the truth while we are here. So it is good for us to follow God in giving to charity. Giving to charity. Giving to people that you don't know. The orphanage people, they are there. The people on the streets, beggars, they are there. You don't have to wait till when they will tell you that uh, if you don't go and do this thing, you will become sick. No. Do it on a regular basis. Let it become a lifestyle. Because God of heaven will remember this thing before he will bless you. The people on the left, they came and they said that, ah, why are we here? He said, since you did not do it to any of your brethren, the people that you can see around, you should know that you have not done it unto me. And where you will go is where all of us don't want to go. And you will not go there in the name of Jesus Christ. So let's rise up to our faith as we begin to thank God for this opportunity that is given to us again. It's a covenant day of fortune, a covenant day of financial fortune banquet. It is, it is before you today to tell God of heaven what that thing that you need to be able to do. The gateway that you should be passing through to enter into this financial fortune. Lift up your voice and ask God of heaven to give you that grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. Perhaps you are here, you are hearing this message for the first time. That is only through God that you can have abundance of silver and gold. It is only through him, without struggle, without, without struggle, that you can become rich in the kingdom. 